minus 40 seconds. minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk Special Edition. Pay-per-view, post-show, Clash at the Castle. It's me and Kane in the building. Uh, what's You're... Uh, sorry for the sorry for the delay, everybody. We would have been on sooner, but Tyson Fury jacked the broadcast. Not the Clash of the Castle broadcast, but our very own broadcast. He was talking to us, making us sing karaoke songs and stuff like that. So we had to get him off the chat and we can go on and do everything. What a premium live event, TK, that was. Clash at the Castle going down in Cardiff Wells. The first premium live event in 30 years in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, back in our day, we used to call them pay-per-views. But the first one since SummerSlam 1992, and the first event, I believe, since Insurrection, those pay-per-views, which WWE used to do exclusively in the UK, which I kind of miss those. And with the crowd tonight, what we saw, I think we should get more pay-per-views or premium live events or whatever you want to call it at um, uh, overseas. Like, we should have more of those in, in yeah, overseas really locations. And I think this was a test, and I think we're going to eventually get one of the big four. I'm hoping it's a WrestleMania. I, I think a WrestleMania in Wembley is Triple H's goal, to do a WrestleMania okay. at Wembley Stadium in London. And I think that's what everyone wants to see. It, it will be in the U.K., um, uh, obviously, but I think a WrestleMania in London will be that. And I think this was kind of like the litmus test, if you will. And it was very lit. So what a card it was, TK. It was. So let's start. I didn't have quite a chance to get all the graphics, but we'll start with... Um, that damn Tyson Fury. That part. Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Bianca Belair versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Cry, and EO Sky. Um, how did you... This... Ugh. Let, let me get your opinion first, because this match was really good. Yeah, open the match of the card. Uh, of course, the pre-show featuring the Street Profits and Madcap Moss against Alpha Academy. And the newly named Austin Theory. So big shouts to the pre-match in which the Street Profits and Madcap Moss won. Uh, this was the first show of the card. Interesting, because we got a name finally for Bailey, Eo Sky, and Dakota Kai, which is a mouthful. Now we can call him Damage Control, also mm -hmm. known as what WWE's been doing for the past two months with the Vince McMahon scandal. But that name was too long, so they just, you know, shortened it to Damage Control only. Uh, the theme music was dope, okay? I, I gotta mm -hmm. hear it, you know, get, get him in there. Good match. Um, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair were their opponents. Uh, by the way, there was no Lily with Alexa Bliss. Could could Lily not clear customs? Is Probably Lily not, not vaccinated? You think like Lily's vaccinated or not? Pro probably not. I mean, traveling is, is quite the issue still. Um, <laughs> so, you know, definitely. I thought it was there. dope that we saw Michael Cole acknowledge the past, which is what seems under Triple H's regime we're doing a lot of. Triple H acknowledged that, you know, back in stardom, you know, Io Shirai, then Io Shirai, her sister Mio Shirai and Asuka were were a team they were together mm -hmm. if you guys you know follow joshi they were triple tails back in the day and i think that was really cool to kind of acknowledge and to kind of give a little personal history between asuka and now eo sky but back in the day they were when they were just kana 
um eo and mio so i thought that was pretty dope um bianca ends up pinning uh i'm sorry bailey ends up pinning bianca it was a good match good back and forth uh i thought that uh damage control will would get the win i thought that they're gonna revisit bianca and bailey now that bailey is healthy once again over from mm-hmm. smackdown now they're on raw so we have a new few for the Women's championship bianca belair defends her title against bailey yeah what i really loved about this um was the how they work together bailey dakota kai and io shirai like they these there are certain things where it's like it was almost like timed where it's like okay somebody's coming all right after you hit this like i don't know like kudos to them because how they all planned how it all planned out and how they executed it was amazing and you know i'm a bianca girl i want bianca to win however um, you know, her title wasn't on the line, so it, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't as invested for me, but it was a really, really great match. I loved how, um, in particularly, um, damage, damage control, like worked together. Um, Correct. and I wish other, like, te- like if you're going to just form a tag team or form like a trios, then that's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? You like, exactly. like they're, they're all great separate, but them together, they made it a co- cohesive unit. And like, it was like, they're all on the same page versus like, you know, you just stick two people together and hey, you guys are a tag team now. So again, um, you know, we'll, 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 we'll thank Papa H for that if he was a part of that whole idea, but just a beautiful, um, beautiful um, thing. And remember, uh, to those upset that Bianca took the pin, remember, she took three moves. She took three moves. To pin her, she took the uh, the uh, finisher from all three members of Damage Control, and Bailey ended up pinning her. So that protects her, even though a champion did take the pin. You know, Bailey didn't beat her one on one; it was three on one after mm-hmm. Asuka and Alexa Bliss have been put down in the match. So I'm excited to see Bianca and Bailey rehash their feud and see, folks. WWE can also do trios matches. How about that? that. And it looked really, <laughs> really good. Next yeah. up is uh, Gunther and Sheamus. Um, oh. the intro was, um, this whole, I mean, you said it at the beginning and I'm, I'm sure we're going to say this a million times during this, um, this post show, but this whole was quite entertaining. Like I was very upset that I had to do a lot of multitasking through it, but it was quite entertaining. Like this is one of those ones where, um, definitely don't go to the bathroom, wear a diaper if you need to, uh, you should have ate before you start, before it started. It was all the way through and through a good, a good, good show. Yes, TK, I am still sitting in my diaper. Hopefully it, the absorbance will work. I mean, we're, we're going to find out if I get squishy during the show. I mean, this was a banger from the beginning. As mm-hmm. soon as Seamus' theme hit, it was just like, it's time. I mean, all of these Europeans in Europe, you know, it was like a European brawl. Seamus comes out with Rich Holland and Butch. Uh, Butch looked very happy to be back home, as well as mm-hmm. Rich Holland. Of course, Seamus is from Europe. For all my geography folks out there, Ireland and Northern Ireland are two different places. They share the same island, yes, but Northern Ireland is UK, which is where Seamus is not from. Seamus is from Ireland, Ireland, their own thing. But we'll get into the IRA Army's the, talk the, and the, Bloody the Sundays geography. and the Troubles Geography Beast later. And then we <laughs> get my guy Gunther ready to roll out. My guy Ludwig Kaiser comes out. Oh, Kaiser comes out. He's on a roll, by the way. Haha, <laughs> Kaiser roll. And we see him, you know, it's a one shot on him. And he's like, all right, he's about to introduce Gunther. Eh, 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 eh. He's like, yo, fam. He introduces Giovanni Vinci, the former Fabian Archer, former member of Imperium, who we last saw when they were together, just kind of walks up out there um, in NXT. And then we get Imperium on SmackDown without him. And he comes back as Giovanni Vinci. But I was I marked out. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, Imperium's back. And he's wearing the black. Kaiser has on the black. And and we haven't seen Vinci since he was on Heat Wave where he challenged Carmelo Hayes for NXT North American Championship. We didn't know that would be the last time we see him. He put on that banger. But I enjoyed the Vinci gimmick. You know what I mean? I, I like the pictures of Snapchats and the, you know, rich Italian aristocrat whatnot. But with Imperium, mm-hmm. it's pretty badass, man. You know what I mean? And we saw, and we should have known that this was kind of, you know, foreshadowed when we saw the stare down between Gunther and Sheamus on SmackDown two weeks ago. And we saw 
uh, Butch and Rich Holland only attacking Kaiser because it was three against two. So, mm-hmm. you know, Vinci pulled up with their skirt, skirt. Imperium is the army, better yet, the Navy. They got the all black back on, the ring generals back. The, the mat is sacred. And boy, did we have a lot of dope action with this match. I, I, I mean, just hard hitting. Like we all yeah. should have on Nick braces. Everybody was red at the end of it. Um, I, I thought I thought it was a very, very physical, dope match. It was over 20 minutes of just big guy slapping meat, big sweaty man slapping meat. Um, Gunther retains in just a very violent clothesline to close it out. But mm-hmm. I thought it was a dope match. And I just want people to really, you know, um, appreciate Sheamus. I think we take advantage of Sheamus and his longevity and just how long he's been around and how whatever he does, he gets over. He gets mm-hmm. over every single thing he Fact. does, no matter his place in the card. So it was really dope to see Sheamus at the end get that, you know, that outstanding ovation. He He's a Hall of Famer. Appreciate Sheamus, fella. Yeah, I mean, it takes obviously a great wrestler to make other wrestlers look good. And when there's two great wrestlers, I mean, the the, the writing's on the wall. So yeah, that was definitely, again, definitely a great match. Um, just want to shout some people in the chat. So shout to um, Sammy and uh, Bosa. Um, so Bosa says, of course, Gunda needed improvement to take out the um, brawling brutes. He is uh, scared to death of Sheamus. So, I mean, I, maybe that that makes sense. But and I'm all about factions, so yes, yes, thing. yes. We need more factions back in WWE, coherent factions that make sense. And from the moment mm-hmm. Giovanni Vinci pulled up, I was kind of in on Sheamus and Walter on um, Gunther, excuse me. And I kind of wanted this to be like the end match, whatever. But as soon as I saw Vinci pull up, it just added another layer. It ended. It it, it added more runway to what now we can have between the brawling brutes and Imperium, which is going to be a very very violent feud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going to be very. And I just want to pull up uh, some pictures too of Sheamus's chest. That was, I they like look at that. I mean, and we all, and, that. And, we are, and we already know that, like, he's you know, Lily White, so it looks even worse. But yeah, you know, Jesus, that's, that's the whole thing was chops versus beats, you know what I mean? It was Walter's chops, the chop god versus Seamus, who beats your chest 10 times and counting. And it was just violent back and forth between two big ass dudes just beating the hell out of each other for 20 minutes. It was very strong. It was very stiff. Mm -hmm. It's what European wrestling is. A lot of British strong style, a lot of the Irish, a lot of European. It's very much about strikes and grapples. Ain't too many dudes Mm -hmm. jumping up the top rope over here. You know what I mean? So Asan's like the Will Osprey and whatnot. But as far as like the bigger heavyweights, they're true heavyweights and they beat the hell out of each other for 20 minutes i'll thoroughly enjoy it and we're going to see what happened would a brawling brutes get a new member uh who knows because i like to see alexander wolf return to imperium mm. and just have all four of them out here so imperium is a great gimmick that absolutely should get some run on the main roster absolutely if we're going to put hit row on the main roster come on let's put imperium on too sorry for hit row to catch a stray but Adio mio uh, with that. So great match, Damn. and I can't wait to see what Sheamus and what uh, Gunther continues to do. Yeah. So like uh, Kane said, Gunther wins by pinfall and retains the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And then next up is Liv Morgan against Shayna Baszler, which also, and I th- I'm going to say this pretty much every match, uh, which also was an amazing match. I think a lot of people didn't expect it to be. Um, a lot of people don't expect a lot out of Liv. No shade to Liv. I um like i um <laughs> uh no shade to live but you know not it is what it is it is what it is so um but we'll go into all that what did you think of the match i think that it's unfortunate they had to go after Sheamus and Gunther clearly it was the cool down match following that but I think they held their own big shouts to Michael Cole who's been phenomenal on commentary mm-hmm. uh under the Triple H regime highlighting this it's been 900 days since Shayna Baszler has challenged for a singles title of course she had the women's tag team title run uh with Nia Jax but it's been 900 days since she's challenged for a title um I would have loved to have seen Liv win controversially i would love to see her win dirty like she won against ronda i feel like it would have made more sense for her to win with a question mark 
than it did clean. I mean, really? she she beat Ronda clean because then I think that would have give both that would have gave both Ronda and Shayna a beef to be like, look, she didn't really beat us. We need a rematch, and then that sets up a triple threat. Which, if Liv mm. can beat both Shayna and Ronda in a triple threat, that really makes her look that much stronger. But overall, good match. I thought Shayna got us some good offense. It was good to see her back in that position. But you know, she was so dominant on NXT, and then we saw her come to the roster and beat everybody's asses in the elimination chamber. Like we've mm. seen her be dominant. So it, it it's hard for us to suspend that disbelief that one on one Liv can beat her clean. That was okay, my only problem with it. That's why I, I wanted Liv to win questionably. I wanted Liv to right. have kind of like the same win shit against Ronda. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. But then also I I think that Liv couldn't her 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 title reign, not if she did it um questionably, it wouldn't it wouldn't solidify. So I think now they're trying to solidify her as a champion that she can break cleanly. I know um with Shayna Baszler, it's, it doesn't quite make too sense, but too much sense. But I did like how the match was going where you have Liv really kind of trying getting getting in fast chops, all this other stuff where Shayna was trying to slow it down. So you're still that that they're actually storytelling the match versus Liv saying, I'm gonna go, you know, you know, hand hand to hand with everything that you're trying to do. Obviously, Shayna's gonna outwit her like Rhonda did. So I do like the fact that she won cleanly. Um, so now you could kind of start putting respect on Liv's name, like Sammy here. Uh, Liv is still champion, and <laughs> and Sammy, you know, said if Liv didn't become champion, he would call corporate. So apparently, Sammy has corporate numbers. <laughs> Let me know what corporate number is. I um, not Sammy Ben and Ken. I'm calling the managers. <laughs> ben and Ken. Um, so managers. definitely, can, uh, congratulations to Shayna Baszler. I want to pull up her picture here. Oh no, sorry, Liv, Liv Morgan. Um, for for that, so she did an incredible job. So let us know in the chat. Um, so Sam but, is saying, I'm happy to have to call uh, call corporate because they're <laughs> going to hear from me today. You think they're um, open on a Saturday? I don't know. They're open on a Saturday. Everyone's out to work. It's Labor Day. Everyone's in Wells. You know, maybe that intern will pick up. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so uh, next match we have is. Edge and Rey Mysterio versus Judgment Day, which I actually, again, great match. Um, you know, we have Kane here who didn't leave his seat at all, this whole this whole pay-per-view. Um, great, great match. What did you think? Uh, this was awesome. I really enjoy Edge pulling up, rocking the luchador mask, you know, mm -hmm. looking like the Canadian destroyer out here. Um, I thought that was going to be key to the match or at least to the future. Because mm -hmm. I enjoyed that Edge had the mask, and I thought that would play a role in the match. It didn't, but it could for the future. Big shouts to the European crowds singing the theme. It sounded very, very cool. Take that, Judas. That's not the only song that wrestling fans sing to. And I mean, what? Uh, they won the tag titles, Edge Rey Mysterio, in November of 2002. I mean, that was like fresh out of the Get the F Out campaign, I believe, and just mm -hmm. becoming WWE when they won the title. First time in 10 years tagging. Um, Edge had to do the Nino Brown New Jack City meme, you know what I mean? And my, my brother's keeper holding the blicker, and he had to take out his own man, his own creation. Edge, Rey Mysterio, get the win. And a very dope match. I love that uh, Judgment Day seemed like they're they're really coming together um Finn Balor and Damian Priest are a great tag team and add in presence of Rhea Ripley who's just amazing in in what she does and I took a note and I was like okay Edge Edge won you know Edge Rim Stereo mm -hmm. won I'm shocked Dominic didn't turn he actually helped them win the match distracting the ref and grabbing Finn Balor's boot and that was it and there was in a ring celebrating just having a gay old time and clapping and then and it then. happened it My guy, Dominic Mysterio, probably frustrated that he's not even tagging with his daddy, frustrated that Edge gets a mask, and Dominic is Rey Mysterio's son. He doesn't even have a mask, and I'm tired of being whipped by, you know, uh, 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 Rhea Ripley. He kicks Edge square in the nuts right in the Canadian Maple Leaf. He kicks Edge. Look at this. He's like looking. He's like, boom! Oh my god, <laughs> that face though. Oh my goodness, he kicked him so hard his shoe flew off. 
<laughs> That's how hard he kicked Edge in the Canadian Maple Leaf. I mean, just – and then shout out to Dominic for just taking off the other shoe in frustration. Just like he's like, I'm out with it, you know. And I, and, I, and I think it's fitting that Dominic Mysterio lost his shoe when kicking Edge in the nuts because it oh, looks okay. like Dominic Mysterio has also lost his soul. Because then, as you can see, he clotheslined his daddy. And what a clothesline. What a very flush, clean clothesline that was. And that's a meme. That's a meme right there. The Judgment Day hysterically laughing. You know, Finn Baller taking a piss. Looks like he's about to piss himself laughing. Just like, ah! And I like the way that Dominic just walked out. He didn't align himself with Judgment Day. He didn't. He, he just, he, he's just Dominic. He just walked out and dipped out. So we have more questions than answers, which I thought was amazing. I'm so happy that he didn't turn in the match, which is what we were all expecting. We were mm -hmm. all expecting for him to judge uh to help Judgment Day win, but it helps Edge get his revenge on Judgment Day, where Mysterio gets his revenge on Judgment Day. But who doesn't get the revenge on Judgment Day? Dominic. Right. So, so you know, I I so so I think that, that that's really cool and to open up that angle. I don't think we've ever seen like a father-son Sans McMahon um angle between two wrestlers yeah so that's pretty cool i think this is I, I think everybody has been wanting dominic to turn so we have ty in the chat well refer, referring back to shana i wanted shana to just brutalize live live and i think bosa said a little bit earlier on that we're gonna see them in extreme and you know that makes sense i, I feel like they're definitely handpicking people for live to build her up and then essentially tear her down for ronda unfortunately um so uh lp uh, I believe it's new. I want a uh, Dominic revenge spot against mommy. I mean, <laughs> hey, that <laughs> autocorrect. It's it's the autocorrect. I understand. Yeah, yeah. That, oh I my really gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, but I I enjoy Dominic's look at me. I'm the poppy now. Uh -huh. I love that. Yeah. I'm the poppy now. Look, he did. So he 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 even got the Eddie mullet. The Eddie Guerrero mullet and, going on. And then Bosa said, did it make uh, better sense to do uh, what they did during the match? I think actually end of the match, because I know, like you were saying, Kane, that, you know, people were expecting for him to do it during the match. I think end of the match was 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 perfect. You know, it, you're watching everything and you might have, uh, you know, walked into this thinking a certain way and then watching how Edge and your dad are like working well you know that that was just a built up, and then then it just came to like, yeah, no, nah, we're we're not doing this. I'm gonna do yeah, and, and and it's just like yeah, the Mysterios did get some um some a revenge, if you will, against Judgment Day at SummerSlam, but that was because of Edge's interference. Edge Edge right. came through, he came back and helped them win. And Dominic's looking at it like, damn, bro, damn, dad. So like you saying that your own blood, your own mijo is not good enough to like help you win this. Like, I'm mm -hmm. your son. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to help you win. Okay. Okay. Well, I still helped you win. I still helped you win. And this is the thing. So you know what? I don't need this, bro. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Teenage you know, angst. Disrespect, Teenage though. I mean, yeah, it's, I, mean I, know, I, I know. Yeah, I know it's wrestling and all. But I, I thought of, like, if anybody has ever tried to do that to their parents. Well, I mean, I'll be, I'll, I don't, people I know. Every the time <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been a wrap. Like, what? You're not even checking to see if Edge is okay. It's like I'm gonna beat your ass in this ring. Yeah. <laughs> where, where was uh Dominic Mysterio's abuelita? Okay, her the, the where was Dominic Mysterio's abuela to throw the chancla and be like, no, we don't disrespect. But I mean, technically, is this elder abuse because he beat up Edge Rim Mysterio? No, okay, cool. Stop. Oh my gosh, you, you just, you, you wanted, ah! you wanted to please it in there, right? Yeah, um, so next up is going to be uh, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. I really liked, I'm going to say this very much. I really like this match. I like the promos to this match. It was a very good card. So what did you think? I mean, look, man, Sethy F Rollins and the F is for fashionista. My guy came out dripping with the Elton John swag. I mean, look at my guy. The Elton John inspired gear and Saturday nights all right for Seth Rollins. See what I did there? That's the Elton John song, Saturday nights all right. Because he picks up the win in a very brutal, personal, violent mm -hmm. match against Matt Riddle. 
best match of Matt Riddle's career. I mean, Riddle lost the match, but he won his first name back, so it's all good. Um, the Euro crowds really love again. Oh, they really love the soccer chance. It sounded good. I I thought the match was very physical. Riddle got in a lot of offense, a lot of personal offense. He was like, I'm not gonna wrestle you, I'm gonna beat your ass. And that's essentially what Riddle told him in a promo. So it it, it harkened back to that. And uh Riddle, unfortunately. Let his emotions get in the way. His emotions clouded his mind. And because he wasn't wrestling, because he was fighting, that kind of is what cost him the loss. We saw right. the uh, we saw the finish. Riddle picks up a chair from outside, goes to strike. Um, Seth outside misses. Seth runs in the ring. Riddle chases after him. Boom, curb stop. I mean, what a spot that was. Amazing. And then a couple more offenses, and then uh, Riddle's down. Seth climbs the top rope and does a curb stump from the second rope. I mean, like, he really meant that he wanted to get Riddle up out of here. He, he was not mm -hmm. laughing at that Riddle. It was no joke with that. And Seth Rollins gets a much-needed win on a big premium live event, which uh, was needed, you know, for him. You know, even though Seth has kind of reached that level where, you know, wins and losses up it until championship yeah. matches doesn't really matter because he's just that nope. damn good you know what i mean so uh but thought it was a great match and i think this could be it i mean we heard seth talking all right see you later riddle that's it i hope it's the end of the feud i think we've gotten the blood feud out enough unless they're going to do something very violent at extreme rules but i think it's time for everybody to move on and maybe randy's re is ready to return or do something with him uh but yeah yeah, it was it was definitely a, a great match. I love the the promos, both promos that were leading into it. Um, it it's telling a story, and yeah. I think that that's what I've probably been talking about. I know Bosa's probably hear, heard me say this a hundred times, if not more. Like storylines are 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 important because now you're you're a little bit more invested. And even though I wasn't um, either, if either party won, I would have been okay with it. I was still invested to find out because now you're bringing in family. And when you bring mm -hmm. in family, you know, almost all bets are off. And now you want to see um, who's going to outsmart that individual. So I am all for the storyline, the buildup, and like even realizing that we're literally at our last match. And it was a very tight card. Like it was yeah. a tight, there was no matches that, there was no matches that didn't make sense. There was no matches that were thrown together. It was it was a it was like a perfect storyline for the whole card, and right. it was and it was and it was um, watchable, like yeah. all the way through. Yeah, nothing felt like uh, filler. You know what I mean? Like like everything felt very very tight everybody really bought it and i thought the whole card was like really really just just it was good i don't know if our expectations were low maybe we just excited for like triple h because this is triple h's first first true card SummerSlam was right. kind of in the midst of already happening so we just had not hey hey not to crash the ferrari but uh this was triple h's first uh production so big shouts to matt riddle who put on a bingo with seth rollins and uh he can go back to the locker room and look at motivational texts you know he he loves motivational text messages that that matt riddle texting back and forth great great with the text oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so our last and final match drew mcintyre versus roman reigns uh going into this i was kind of worried i was kind of worried because i think i even i i was worried but again i was multitasking so i was about to say in the chat but i'm like we're going to talk about it later so here we are. Um, but I was kind of worried. He's in his home, his own home country. People are cheering for him. Like this would make sense. Um, so what did you think about this match? I mean, banga. <laughs> Absolute banga. I mean, just like. First of all, the way this started, I thought it was kind of funny because Karrion Cross was shown alongside mm -hmm. Scarlett in the audience. So did like Karrion Cross and Scarlett buy tickets before they got rehired and was like, well, we already bought tickets. So we're just going to sit in the crowd. We're just going to, you know, sit here. No. All right, cool. So I thought here. that was, I thought that was really interesting, but it started off fire with the broken dreams vignette 
we thought I thought Broken Dreams. I thought he was gonna walk out the Broken Dreams. You know what I'm saying? But I was mm-hmm. like, you know, the theme he got now is too much of a banger to not play in in the UK. You know what I mean? But we get the Broken Dreams vignette of seeing him as the chosen one and coming out as that babyface IC champion to mm-hmm. what he went through to come back as the grizzled vet with the beard, winning the title at WrestleMania. Um, he comes out. I was very worried off the rip because he, he he didn't have a kilt on. So when he came up with no mm-hmm. kilt, I was just like, uh. No kilt, just vibes, just sword, just Angela. Just, 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 so I was a little, eh, I was like, I got the kilt on. Damn. All right, cool. That was, that was a little worried, you know. Drew without the kilt is like when you see like Finn in a title match, but he's not the demon. It's kind of like, ah. Uh, mm, yeah. Go. And we but, always, uh, always see what, when that happens, how it goes. Exactly. But, hey, uh, hell of a, uh, you know, reception for Drew back mm-hmm. in the UK, back on the island. Uh, but that boy Roman came out. I don't care what you say, man. Roman Reigns is different. This is reaching Hulk Hogan-esque levels when it comes to the 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 hugeness, the, the monumental run. And even bigger than Hogan because there's more TV. There's more mm-hmm. shows. There's more pay-per-views, premium live events. There's more access, more viewership on wrestling now more criticism of it more talks of it 734 days as champion 23 title defenses he was last pinned in december of 2019 like let's think about that you know what i mean december 2019 like that's a whole different situation and then he talks about they said cesaro they say daniel bryan they say braun Strowman's name is who he defended uh the usos weren't medically cleared of course Wink, wink, <laughs> Jimmy Uso. Uh, but the Roman acknowledged me in the middle of the fight was pretty dope. There there you see towards the end, it was a very powerful match. Drew's about to get his in, and somebody grabs him, and we look, it's Solo Sequoia being called up from NXT. There were rumors he will be making his uh, debut on the main roster, and Drew gets, Drew gets into Claymore, one, two, Referee pulls out, and we see. I thought it was Dexter Loomis at first, all like with the black hoodie, and he reveals it. I saw the, I saw part of the face. I was like, "Oh, it's either Jimmy or Jay." And then because it's the nose, the nose, the nose is definitely not Dexter nose. And then he, I was like, "Oh, okay." So um, I'm gonna have to get Clement to make an addition to um, the bloodline, the head of the the, the table, the Samoan dynasty. Yeah, we need to to shake things up. It's it's a little different. I mean, obviously, I'll still be there, but of course, you got to squeeze them in next to you. You got to squeeze them next (laughs) to you. Yes, yes, yes. Our graphic Uh, designer to to I thought. I thought that Karrion Cross tossing bottles was kind of funny, like throwing water bottles at people. I thought mm-hmm. that Karrion Cross would be more involved in the match, giving all the promos we saw and the TikTok and the dead roses we saw that he delivered yesterday on SmackDown. Uh, of course, that Sammy received and had the rotten rose with the TikTok. We thought he would be more involved. Um, but overall, I thought it was a great match. Drew looked good. It was over 30 minutes of big sweaty man and it didn't meat. feel like 30 minutes that's that's like, what i'm it didn't feel is... yeah 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 it was that's... a big match feel i mean this whole event felt big it it, it it felt probably as probably bigger than SummerSlam. probably as big as roxena as far as like the magnitude of the pay-per-view uh solo mm-hmm. sequoia been the third uso brother just when you think that the bloodline is not here oh yeah we got one more by the way that you might have forgot about solo sequoia who i guess will now be like triple sequoia is the third uso Tri- trio sequoia we'll figure out a name for him but baby Oose is in the building <laughs> i like taekwon's comment because I, I was also kind of leaning on that too like, like <laughs> as little Usi Vert, I thought that was like very good. I was like, yo, like, cause he's the third Uso. So, uh, Trey Uso, uh, we see what goes on with that. And now where does Solo Sequoia fits in it? Um, but to Joseph says, this should have been it. It just felt like this was the excuse to debut solo to show that Roman is weak. We are still in this mess of a bit Roman's world. Are they winning to WrestleMania 39 for it to end? Yes. Uh, Bosa. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. yes. Actually. Yes. But you know what? I mean, here's the thing, though. If Roman lost, then what? That's what we talked about. If Roman lost, then what? Because people were like, well, what if 
you know, Drew just won one title. He just won the world heavyweight title and took that back to Raw. You know what I mean? Um, or but no, both titles were on the line. It, it, it was it is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So it would have been both titles. Um, I think that yeah, that was pretty awesome when he said our guys don't TikTok. I was like, uh digital analog, whatever clock you want to use, sand, paperwork, Mm-mm. whatever you can do. Uh, but I thought that uh Killer Cross or Carrying Cross would have been involved more. Sans tossing the battles. And I thought that, to my point, Joseph, yes, correct. This will be Drew McIntyre's first big main event in front of an actual crowd. And remember, the whole thing was, is WWE really going to throw a pay-per-view behind one person, branded behind Drew McIntyre in the UK, and have him lose? Absolutely, you must don't know professional wrestling, friend. Let's trip and Triple H knows how to get Triple H heat. You got to spell the heat with three H's, okay? Because that was absolutely amazing to see that and 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 to draw the heat. And it's only fitting that Broken Dreams played because that's what happened to Drew McIntyre. It was Broken Dreams, he leaves, not as champion, but he gets to respect the Tyson Fury. Who was very involved in this match, unlike Karrion Cross. We heard yeah, that town down. Beautiful. Uh yeah, Austin Theory runs down to cash in his money in the bank contract and he's talking to the ref. And then from nowhere, boom! Only a punch that Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, whoever can experience, uh, that Tyson Fury knocks out Austin Theory to not have him involved in the match. And then Drew, and then Tyson Fury just comes in the ring. And shakes uh, Roman's hand. I thought a Superman punch was going to happen. Something's going to happen. And then Roman walks away with Sola Sequoia, and that's it. But no, there's more, which I feel like this should have been a digital exclusive. They sh- they were supposed to cut the feed or something. But uh, Tyson Fury is just, you know, saying Drew, you know, he-, he made him proud. And he starts singing American Pie and all that. Yeah, that was And then that Drew was singing Sweet Caroline. And I was like, what's going on here? You know, Drew even was like, I don't know if we're on the air or not, but whatever, dog. We're, <laughs> like, we're here. We <laughs> yeah, here we like, are. We you know, right now, so. yeah, like we're doing karaoke. Like, we're going to see if this is a shoot fight who wins between, you know, Drew Galloway and, and Tyson Fury. Uh, but overall, good match. The crowd goes home happy to see Drew McIntyre. I think they understand, you know, where Drew fits in it. But Drew McIntyre should never be anywhere below the heavyweight championship scene. I mean, Drew McIntyre's a star. Yeah, but the problem though, like how many, like yeah, he he was he had it throughout the 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 pandemic and stuff like that. But it feels like it almost feels like he almost has. I don't want to call it like the 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 Bobby Lashley curse, but there was one point where Bobby Lashley, like he was always in the picture, but he never quite got it. Um, so it's like, how many times is Drew going to be in the picture and he's not going to, he's not going to get it. Cause it's not like he's, hasn't been there before. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, this, ma- this match was amazing and I was kind of worried because at the moment, cause I know sometimes it's, it's like a 50, 50, you know, ne- you never know. It's not a guarantee that if you're in your home country or your home state or your home, whatever, that you're going to yeah. get it. So I was kind of worried, like this might be the chance, but then what happens to Roman? Um, so now that Roman has it, what happens to Drew, Drew McIntyre? Because if the setup is correct as far as, and, you know, we all know that Roman Reigns doesn't necessarily need the belts. You know, we're taking this story out of the box. We have to definitely put The Rock and Roman Reigns in the box. Um, the, he doesn't necessarily need the belt in order to have a feud with The Rock. It will make things even more, like, bigger as far as mainstream main or next level. So if that's the case, um, where, what, where, where does... Drew go. And I actually have something to play from The Miz, who posted something right after talking about Monday Night Raw. So, Ooh, interesting. Mm. I I think with Drew, even though he lost, again, it was a protected loss. He lost strictly because of interference, strictly because I I third Uso, baby Uso, little Uso Vert, showed up, pulled up, ranked his neck down the rope, and he turns around into like the upteenth spear of the mm-hmm. night that he has received. So Drew's protected in the loss, and I think it gives him a reason to have some type of rematch, some type of something that doesn't exclude him from the title picture. This isn't AEW where Hangman Page lost and just ends up 
<laughs> like no rematch, no nothing. You know, um, I, I think Drew would still be involved in the picture. I enjoy all of the questions. We have more questions than answers because also, again, yes. there, there, there's Austin Theory over there, still the money in the bank winner. <laughs> You know what I mean? Still cashing in his briefcase. We're going to do it with that it. That was, like, and, hilarious. And this is the second premium live event where theories run down and has mm -hmm. just instantly been knocked out, whether it had been Brock Lesnar and now it's been Tyson Fury. So I think this might be a nice continuous gag until, like, the one day he ducks the punch or something. Something happens. But um, or will Drew maybe challenge that all the way till the end of the year? To, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many questions. And does Drew challenge Austin Theory for the money in the bank contract? What if Roman is like, all right, Drew, that's enough of you? And Drew pulls up on Raw and he's like, hey, the money in the bank contract, what's up? But also, there's the Johnny Gargano factor, as crazy as that, that is to say. He mentioned he wanted to be an IC champion, he mentioned he wanted to be a WWE champion. So, I think we have more questions than answers. I think that Drew McIntyre will be just fine again was a protected loss and now we have roman you know 735 days now 24 title defenses and still your tribal chief head of the table undisputed wwe universal world european land planet of earth super galaxy milky way galaxy champion and Junior, uh so senior. so like i said i have um a clip from both actually Bobby Lashley and The Miz right after uh, the pay-per-view. So here's The Miz. Hi. I'm on vacation. <laughs> you know, the past couple weeks have been a little doozy. But being here, I've been able to get my mind right, have a sense of clarity. And in that sense of clarity, I've come to a realization that last Monday night, I had Bobby Lashley beat. If it wasn't for the man whose name we shall not mention i would have beaten bobby lashley hit him with a skull question now i pinned him one two three so here's what i want i want a rematch against bobby lashley for the united states championship because i want to make that title relevant i want to make it prestigious and honorable and i want it to be represented on every single premium live event i want it to be represented Bigger than the WW Undisputed title. Bigger than the Intercontinental title. Bigger than the Tag Team Championships. And only a star like myself can do that. So this Monday night, I want Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship with no distractions. Because I want it in a steel cage match. Oh. Ready? Yes. <laughs> I am I'm filming something. But now I'm filming something with you. Oh my! So we oh, have uh, Lashley. The only the only fans. Uh, I know, right? We have Lashley. Oh dang it! I lost it. I'll get Lashley in a second. We have Lashley saying something. Oh, here we go. I got it. Um, responding, which I mean, this is the beautiful thing about social media. Like, yeah, right. it's, it's so it's quick. Just, it's so quick. Kind of low. First of all, <laughs> you have the audacity to say that you can beat me. Mm. Second of all, you say that you want to bring respect, honor, and credibility to this title. That happens by staying out of the hands of people like you. Mm. Now that's my responsibility. And as far as your request to have another match against me <laughs> this Monday night in the steel cage, it is granted. No. And it's not granted because I think that you deserve it. And it's not granted because I think that you have an opportunity. It's granted because I'm going to make an example out of you. <laughs> this title means something in the hands of the almighty. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. It's so funny. Imagine if you saw, actually, I cut it off right before he literally presses the button to stop. Imagine you're like driving down your your, uh, <laughs> your neighborhood block and you see you see Lashley with the belt talking, Just like, to, the, talking to the phone, like hilarious. Like you see your neighbor, Lashley, just like cutting the grass <laughs> and he's like that, you know, his voice. I mean, you know, listen, 
if that dude was standing in front of my face saying that, I'd be able to, to say me. anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I've seen Bobby Lashley in person. Okay. That dude is, it's like if a horse was a person. Drew McIntyre is the same way. If like a horse could, if a horse could stand up and like be like a human, then like that's like Lashley. Did I tell Andrew you about McIntyre's my Drew McIntyre uh, airport story? Oh my gosh! Did like you guys had... have like the same colored kilt or something? No. Okay. Uh, so I was working for X Pac show and yeah. I had to go pick up Drew McIntyre from the airport. <laughs> so Drew McIntyre was in my car and it's just a regular car. It wasn't too small. It wasn't too big. It was just a regular, you know, normal human car. And his head was literally like <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just there. And so we go to the Waba Grill to get him some food, and he's just like the massive, grill. Super, <laughs> super nice, but just a massive, like just a ma like fitting into a regular size. Mass. Yeah, it's not. A, yeah, it's not yeah, a, not, not and especially thing. because with Drew McIntyre being Scottish, they don't have cars over there. They are ride dragons. <sighs> dragon. You saw Clash of the Castle. You saw the dragons outside the stadium. I did. Yes. I did. It didn't make me feel. Uh, have you been watching House of the Dragon? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it didn't make me feel like it was like. It's very like yeah. Very close. Very close. Um, it, but, you know. Here we go. No, so, no, no incestory, no, no incest. Or, I was or, thinking the same yeah, thing. I, I didn't want to say it. I yeah, right. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say yeah. it. Like, unless, un, un, unless you want to throw it back to the old Katie Lee Birchall, Paul Birchall, uh storyline back back in the day, but we'll leave that with Vince. We'll, we'll <laughs> leave that, that, we'll that in the Vince thing. But overall, great pay per view. I, I enjoyed the bloodline still being a presence without. You know, Jay and Jimmy there. I love the stable, the bloodline, because it's absolutely hilarious. Like, could you imagine trying to fight the ops? You trying to fight your ops, and then like they just got hella cousins just always showing up. Like, yeah, Drew, Drew, Drew Drew's like, there is no bloodline here, no Hammonds here. I'm good to go. But there's one more. No, 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 no. They're no. like, like the bloodline. They're like the Samoan Wayne's brothers. It's just like so many Wayne's. Is so many Usos, different cousins, different right, and that, you don't even, that you've never everywhere. seen before, so that you don't even know that you exactly. Just and they just got new ones ready to show up at any given moment. So, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, if they sign the Tonga twins, that's I, I was gonna say the Tonga, yep, yep, yep. So, no, from Wow, Wow's coming out, and I don't know what they've seen, I don't know if they've been on TV for us to see them, but Wow has um two athletes called the Tonga Twins. Very, I feel, very, hey, Bobby, uh, very uh, Uso-inspired, I feel. Um, when yeah. when we, we're going to be doing an after show, so when it does hit, you know, we can discuss it. But if they sign them... That'd be dope. <laughs> like, it's, 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 a, it's a wrap. Um, you know, and but I also be very upset. I'm gonna take her out of the box real quickly. I'll be very upset if they do all of this and Naomi is never to be seen. If <laughs> yeah. she, chooses, if she chooses not to be seen, but they bring her back and she's still like, bro, they gotta find a way. Also, uh, with uh, real quick to go to Bobby uh, Lashley and the Miz Monday night US Championship match, cage match on Raw. Dexter Loomis will be involved somehow, I believe. And I think with it being a cage match, he's going to pull up under the ring. He's going to emerge from under the ring and do his thizzle because they don't like need it. to find a way to kind of like end that. And does this lead to a possible Miz and Maurice versus Dexter and Indy Hartwell uh, index feud? So we're, we're going to kind of see. Has she been called up? I thought she was left back in NXT. Well, not left back. Well, she's she's still at NXT, but I think this could be the way to uh to uh get her up because it seems like they they might be leaning towards pairing Miz and Maurice again, and I think they're the best mm -hmm. like select. I think they're the best like wrestling couple tag team out there. So you know why not find a way to have the index story move from NXT to Raw with them having you know now really a true WWE universe where everything's linear, everything makes sense, right? You know, mm -hmm. as as we've been seeing, a prime example been Imperium coming back together today. Even though they have different names in, individually, they're still Imperium. 
and we know right. who they are. So, you know, really excited, but amazing premium live event. I hope this leads to more premium live events overseas in the UK uh, because I want to be there because that, that, that thing looked incredible. It did. Um, for sure, for sure. For uh, you guys, uh, Bobby, yeah, we are great. We are great. This 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 um, premium live event was amazing. If you guys have any, um, want to say anything else about it, definitely go and go over and head out, head over to our Twitter page, WW Talk Pod, um, to discuss more. But like overall, it was a great live event, and I was really kind of low key upset that I had to like multitask like three or four things at the same time while watching TV. But um, but it definitely makes me look forward to other pay per views and with uh, All Out tomorrow. If they're gonna change a little bit of things now, seeing that like it's a tighter, it's it's now seeing the direction that WWE is going. Not necessarily meaning that they have to follow them, but. If one team has tightened everything up, you as the next team have to do something. And will they do something for All Out tomorrow or will they do something as the weeks progress? Um, yeah, because I feel like this is the first, this might be the first uh, weekend or the first time that we've had back-to-back -back WWE and AEW events mm -hmm. whether it be pay-per-view premium live event whatever you want to call it i feel like this has been the first one so we're really gonna see you know how they do and aw also has to go against nxt when worlds collide that same day yeah. as well so you know i mean all out's gonna they're gonna literally have to go yes bobby correct yes you know that's that's gonna be before all out so we're mm -hmm. gonna get you know nearly five to six hours of WWE premium content before all out airs. So AEW literally needs to go all out uh, yeah. tomorrow for that pay-per-view because people are going to be talking, but I'm excited as somebody who witnessed the Monday night wars or somebody who was alive during WWF, WCW, like going back and forth, ECW as well. This is a very exciting time to be a wrestling fan. And tonight really got things started. It did tonight, this afternoon, this morning, whenever it was. Wherever you wherever are. You are <laughs> in the world. Um, but where can ever are you wait? Have you decided you're joining us tomorrow? I'ma try. I got like 50, 11 things to do. So I'm going to try to be on. Um I, of course I'm on air power 106 tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So um I will be on well 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. But uh might do an extra hour for tickets. Who knows? Just listen to me to find out what time I am. AKA, I'm waiting to get an email back. But yeah, uh, so I'm gonna be watching when worlds collide live at the studio. But um, yeah, we uh, we uh, see what goes down. We'll tomorrow. see what happens. Uh, so definitely check out our website for updates. www.talkpod.com. Uh, we were gonna just do an all out uh, pay, uh, post show, but we're probably gonna do an X NXT and uh, all out post show. Just tie it all together. Why not? Um, so that's gonna be happening tomorrow, right after all out. Um, so be here at the same channel on YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. Definitely follow us on all social media platforms, WW Talk Pod. Uh, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Shout out to Bobby, Ty, Bosa, Sammy, everybody, um, LPBG8891. So everybody who's uh, joined us in the chat, everybody who's going to be watching this, thank you guys so much. Um, and thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.